Welcome to Connecting Greeks, a streaming comedy show and podcast designed to explore and enhance Greek culture around the world. Join hosts Angelo, Adi, and Fati as they bring you fun and interesting guests from all walks of Greek life. Grab a cafedaki and join us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Connecting Greeks. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we have a great, great, great show tonight. Uh, I won't say any more, but I'm going to introduce myself. I'm Ari Kalos. With me is Fotios Stamos. I'm in, a Bo- I'm in Washington, Foti in Boston, and we have another friend. I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but he's all the way over in L.A. Uh, let's introduce this guy, Angelo Tsaroukas, everybody. Hey guys, how's it going? Yasu Angelo. Yasu Forti, Yasu Adi. How is your week? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. good. I'm back yeah. in DC. Like uh, I mentioned, uh, <laughs> it's I, I'm 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 very close to all the action over here. I'm like literally 10 minutes away from Walter Reed Medical Center and uh Wow. Yeah, there's all sorts of craziness. So uh so yeah, it's, it's been entertaining. How are you doing, Angelo? Good. Here the same thing. It's like uh, lather, rinse, repeat. <laughs> Groundhog Day, uh, the same uh, Malakias every day, but we're getting by. We're getting by, so it's uh, we're doing our best. You have your and, health. Uh, that's what counts. That's it. We're trying to, you know, not overeat, not drink, not trying to walk. Asa. Well, I don't it's, know. I don't uh, know about the... I'm still smoking cigars. I don't care. I have a cigar. I don't know about the drinking part. Uh, Forty, you have anything to say about that? Cheers. Forty's <laughs> <laughs> having a drink right now, <laughs> but I'm excited. But you know, guys, we've had some. We've had some great shows. And last week we had Chairman George that got picked up by the Greek press. So I'm happy people are tuning in. People are listening. Yeah. And we're getting been, a night where he's going to be on like three different shows. <laughs> yeah. So from last week. But this week, I'm very, very excited about our guest that who we're going to bring on. Uh, first and foremost, he's a very dear and close friend to me. Uh, in his own right, this guy has toured across the world with his own unique sound. Uh, selling millions of CDs. Um, he's a Canadian like me, you know, where all the good talent comes from Canada. <laughs> he's, he's in Toronto. He has, and we're going to talk to him about so much. He uh, uh, has been nominated uh, for Junos in Canada, which is equivalent to a Grammy. Mm, he's yeah. toured all over Korea, England, uh, Greece. Uh, we were supposed to go to Greece to do special. He has a special on PBS called Pavlo live in Castoria, which was a smashing hit. He followed that up with uh, Pablo and Guadalajara, Mexico. And we're, we're going to get to the reason where we're going to go. There's so much to do. So let's welcome uh, uh, on our show, uh, referred to as Lord of the String, my good friend, Pablo Simtikidis. Pablo. Now, what an intro, eh, Pav? You got to admit, man. Lord of the Strings, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, I saw Lord of the Strings, man. You are Lord of the Strings. How are you, brother? How are you? Those are overzealous writers, man. I'm doing great, brother. <laughs> I'm doing great. great. I, I'm on a, um, how do I say it? I'm on a, um, an unexpected one and a half, one and one. <laughs> In a year and a, a year and a half vacation. How about that? <laughs> and, and you know, you know, I was telling the guys, Pavel, because I know you're yeah. in Toronto. You live yeah. in Tampa with your family. Yeah. I was telling the guys. I think I'm on the road a lot. I think as much as I'm on the road, I have to say that you probably, because of the success of your PBS special, you're on the road even more now in the last couple of years. 
yeah, going well, everywhere. The last couple of years, I did almost 200 cities a year. And uh, Crazy. It, was, it was, yeah, well, due to the success of my TV show, the PBS TV show. And that's why I was so excited. Like this year, as Angie knows, like this year was going to be like, we were going to go to Santorini. I was going to be the first artist ever. This took me seven years to do. I was going to be the first artist ever to, to do a concert uh, uh, filmed for American television out of wow. Santorini. You know, like this is, I mean, I went through two mayors, two elections in Greece. I finally got the deal done. And then COVID comes across. What I was so disappointed because, you, you know, yeah, and, and here's where the connection comes in, guys. Pablo had asked me, he goes, Ange, why don't you come uh, and, and open the show for me? And I've toured with Pablo before. I did his Canadian tour where we went all across Canada. And uh, we've done some shows uh, together where I've opened for you and, and, and done shows in Los Angeles. And uh, I said, to, I said, yeah. He goes, do you want to go to Santorini? Yeah. <laughs> he, didn't even, he didn't even tell me what for. I just went, yeah. He actually said, do you want to go to San? And you were like, yeah. I said, yes. <laughs> so, but this was going to be because uh, yeah. the, if you, I don't know if you guys have had the chance to see Live in Castoria. It was phenomenal. And I so well received. So well received. It's amazing. Uh, and that's where Pablo's family is from in Greece. And the amphitheater, he did it up in Castoria, which, and he had special guests on, which he always does. He makes, the thing, the charm about Pablo is he makes this amazing music and then he brings on an eclectic group of guests. And I'm talking different type of musicians, myself as a comedian. He mixes it up. He makes a nice Pablo salad. And that's what makes <laughs> yeah. it, that's what makes it so good, right? He, well, he knows, you know. The, the thing was, obviously, I was going to have Angelo there, which was going to be amazing. I, I just thought that what a you know perfect scenario. I'd be the first artist, musical artist, to do a, a special from Santorini. And then Angelo would have been the first comedian ever to do a special from Santorini. Like, why, you know wow. what I mean? Like, why not all do it one way? But it doesn't matter. We're doing it June 25. It's already booked. So okay. That's I, it next year, June 25. Say, I, I hope you guys are still going to do it. I hope COVID yes. doesn't like, completely ruin it. It's just postponed. Yeah. June twenty yeah, fifth. June twenty fifth. June twenty fifth. That makes a difference. That's my anniversary, so I got to be there. Is it? Then you got to go <laughs> there, there you go. man. You got to come. Yeah. But it's so. But you know, I know. But you see, here's the thing. Now you can talk about the rewards of entertainment. I know how hard uh, uh, an entertainer, especially like Pablo, even to do. It's a guy's not easy to do business in Greece. But but he finally got it together. He rent. The whole resort was to be turned into like an amphitheater on the cliff. Just picture yeah. that. Well, that, and, was and, and, of, of, that was the challenge of Sunday. There's no venue. There's actually no concert venue right. on the yeah. entire island. Like Mykonos, they all have venues. Sandrini has no wow. So I had, to take, I had to take the Ambassador Suites, which is a beautiful resort. And beautiful. I took their, they, they had a helicopter landing pad right on the cliff. And I was going to convert the helicopter landing pad into a concert. Oh, my you know? God. So, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I had a crew of 30 coming from Ad. Actually, the whole crew that did the, that did the Lattice is a special at the Erodio. That's the crew that I booked to do this for me, you know. So, anyway. Nice. So, long story okay, we'll short, get it on now. it's, it's so going to happen next year. Yeah, yeah. So, Pablo, because I know, I know, because Pablo, I know you work uh, all over. We're going to go in the yeah. Greek thing first because you played all around the world. But you were with, uh, you played at the, uh, at the, um, what's it called? The uh, Erodio? With, uh, Frang is it Frangulis? Yeah, Mario. Mario. Frangulis, yeah. We know Mario, we know Mario. Frangulis. We know Mario. He's been here many times. Yeah, Mario yeah. Frangulis did with Pablo. 
Pavlo did a show, I think, last year or the year before now. I don't know. It's cold. I got COVID brain. Here in L.A. at the uh, Ford uh, Amphitheater in Hollywood with uh, Yanis Plutarchos. Oh, wow. Which was uh, another uh, – it was great. Uh, they did a show here. Uh, they did, and, and I know that you you collaborate, and and I, I don't know if you guys know. He did it in Toronto. Massey Hall is like the Carnegie Hall of uh, America. So I'm at Massey Hall. I happen to be there this a couple of years ago, and I'm backstage at to what to see Pavel. So I go backstage, and who's sitting there? Gordon Lightfoot, <laughs> the legend. Really? So I go to Pavel. I go, is that Gordon Lightfoot? He goes, yeah. I go, what's he doing here? He goes, oh, he loves my music. We're friends. Oh, wow. So you never know who you're going to see. And I'm like, shit, dude. Gordon Lightfoot loves Pavlo. And <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot is a living legend. He's yeah. like 80 years old. Seriously, a legend. And I, you'll see him backstage. And uh, and all. It's, you never know who you're going to bump into. So the appeal uh, of your music, Pavlo, is international. And that's what makes you... So good at what yeah. you do, but what yeah. I like about you is you take chances. You you you're always open to do new things. Why is that? Yeah, you know what, brother? For me, like a lot of us, I've been doing this for a long time. You know, and in the beginning of my career, I went years, like almost a decade, without making a penny. You know, but I did it because of the love of the art. I, I you know, like people who are in the music business or in the entertainment business. You don't really do it for the money because if you wanted to do it for the money, there's many other areas we can make more money <laughs> and sooner. You know, yeah, true. we do it because yeah, we do it because you know what I'm saying. We do it because we love it. Right? So you decade of like scraping pennies together to finally achieve any kind of success. It's like it's it's humbling. Like and and you don't take it for granted. You know. So for me, the first thing that I always said to myself: if I ever get successful at, at whatever level, I would a be experimental in what I do. I would be always invite other musicians, other entertainers to be part of my show because I never got that break. So I want even in my own small little way, if I can give anybody kind of a break to be an opener, to be a guest, I would do it. And that's why in all my shows, I always have different guests, whether it's violin players, dancers, singers, whatever. Singers, every everything. Show, yeah. Yeah. Like every show is different. If you were to follow me for 10 nights in a row on tour, every night is completely different. Right. Different, it, it, you know, different people, different whatever. So I'm always just trying to keep it fresh, you know. That's all. You're like the Neil Young of your genre, is <laughs> what you are. That, that he he does all that stuff. But it, yeah. and, and guys, I don't uh, Ari or Forty. If you've ever been able to see uh, Pablo live, the audience gets into it, man. I mean, you've never seen so many hot chicks up there shaking it. Well, First, I, my I, I favorite say, part. I want to say something to Pablo. I, 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 Pablo, I, I've heard of you. Uh, I'm familiar with you. When when Angelo told us you were going to be on the show, uh, I was very excited because I, I knew of you and, and your music. Uh, but I spent yesterday, you know, going through some of the videos, just you know, refreshing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm a straight married man with a son, but. You got these. You got this groove when you play, and I'm like, that's like the coolest groove. Like, you probably get lots of like uh, bras and panties like thrown on stage and stuff. No, I, I, no. Was, <laughs> it was it necessary to tell us that you're straight? Well, yeah, really. Saying, you know, my wife's probably watching me now, so I don't want her to think. No, you know, you know what? It's like it's like the way that I play. Right? It comes from my background. It comes from being Greek. It comes from the Glendi. You know what I mean? Like. You know, yeah. I studied classical guitar, I studied flamenco guitar as a kid, but I, I grew up listening to Greek music because my parents would have Greek music in the house, right? So, you know, you put, you know, from, from, from Kazanzidi to 
you know, to, to sting, you know, yeah. with the police or whatever. Like that is how I grew up. So my performance style is really kind of all of that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like every typical Greek house, my, like still my mom has the music blaring in the kitchen. I come in, I start dancing with her. Like that's kind of how I am on stage is the way I grew up, you know? So it's part of the Greek background, the Greek culture. You know, we're not afraid. It's not, not that we're great dancers. I'm not a great, but we all you dance. Can't, you can't tell from the video. Yeah. Well, Get into it. Well, we all we all dance. We all just have a good time. That's all. And that's sort of how I play the guitar. I kind of like yeah. move it around. It's so. just it's just you 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 look like you're having a good time. You look like you're very passionate about the music, and that that adds to the whole you know yeah. uh, to the whole thing. It, it's just it, I it, I enjoy every second. Honestly, like it may be my last. So every second I'm on stage, my brothers, I'm telling you, I enjoy it to the fullest. That's awesome, and I, I think Bravo. that I think the audience can also sense that, and it it adds to to your appeal. Now, Pav, I wanted to ask you because at the yeah. beginning, because you know, in your band, you have a bazooki, yeah, and he's, and you got a great bazooki player. At the beginning, they told you they didn't think that your style of music with a bazooki would work. True or yeah. false? It's true, right? It's, it's it's very true. Like in the nineties, I know I look young here, but I'm very cool. In the nineties. When I started, two, two, uh, two, two. <laughs> in the nineties, when I started, um, <laughs> middle nineties, um, like my music was always the combination of putting flamenco, Latin, Spanish guitar with the Greek bazooki, right? That was my thing, right? Right, right. Uh, but it was never uh, in those days. It wasn't really that common. Like in Canada, when I was shopping my demos around, they're like, "What is this?" I'm like, "You're a good guitar player. Just be like a flamenco guy or whatever." I'm like, well, but but I'm not. I'm like I'm a Greek guy. I'm not a flamenco. I'm Spanish. So that's what I do, and they told me to lose the bazooki, and and I said no. I and this is and it's hard to do because I could have got a deal, sort of going by their right. suggestions, right? Right. But I but I didn't. I knew enough that if I was going to have any chance of succeeding, I had to do what was true to me. Now whether I found an audience of five people or five million, it didn't matter. Yeah, I had to be true to what I do. And honestly, in retrospect, looking back, thank God I did. Because I think I would have yeah. got lost in the shuffle. I, you know, you got to do what you yeah. do, right? Like, in comedy, yeah. you're going to do the comedy that you love. You know what I mean? You're going to do the comedy that you love. You know what I mean? You can't, right. you know, you can't try to, 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 to follow the latest craze, right? Or, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to do what you love. And that's why I stuck to my guns. And thank God I did. You know, now I'm like the Mediterranean guy. That's only because they... Yeah, they but how many albums? How many stuff. albums do you have now, Pav? I've released 15. Fifteen today. albums. That's I mean, amazing. definitely yeah. something went right because when yeah. you hear, when you see the sound, and one of my favorite, there's a lot of favorite songs that I have it on my mix. But Cafe Castoria for me yeah. is one of my favorite songs. Uh, uh, you have so many good ones, but yeah, uh, I, even somebody that I'll play it in the car sometimes, and my daughter listens to it, and my wife, or even if somebody's in the car, who's that? It's Pavlo, and I know you've made it because where was I once? Uh, your music was playing at Glendale Galleria here in L.A. <laughs> I could hear Pablo over the the, the system, uh, PA system, and they're playing it in the mall. And I'm thinking, you can see people just walking around, right? So I've heard your music in an elevator in Vancouver. <laughs> I've heard your music, you know, like in uh, not an I was uh, in the lobby of a hotel. I've heard yeah. it in a mall. And so whenever you hear some. Uh, an artist, like at a game or a function or something, you know, holy yeah. shit, people like this guy. It, you it, point, you get, people ask you that? 
Do they tell well, you, like, you know where what? they hear yeah. your stuff? I, I'll tell you a funny story, you know, like, this is, and it's humbling. Believe me when I say to you, whenever I go around, if I hear my music anywhere, it's like, I want to go give them money. Like, who's playing it? Who's in charge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, can I give you five bucks? One time I'm yeah. walking down South Beach uh, in Miami, and I'm from afar, right? So as we're walking, we pass by the front of this hotel, and, there's, you know, they have guitar players in Miami and South Beach. They sort of play, um, you know, in the cafes as people are walking around. And the, and the kid was playing one of my tunes. So he looked wow. up and he saw me and, and he realized that it was me. And I just happened to walk by while he's playing mine. <laughs> so, so he got up, gave me his guitar, and I sat down and I started to play the tune. Wow. And everybody around is like, everybody around is like, oh my God, this guy knows it. This guy knows it. <laughs> yeah, maybe because I wrote the song. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was really great. It's humbling, you know. I, I love it. I, I think music truly is the universal language, and it brings people together. And it's amazing to see that kind of thing in action, bringing people together. Like and you all, you all cool. earlier, Pablo, that uh, you spent a long time not making any money, but you stayed yeah. true to your passion. When people, when I hear that, and people like you actually make it, you know, whatever level of success whatever money they make, like you truly deserve it because you, 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 you stuck with your passion and you, you, and, and it took whatever amount of time it took. It's, it's very, very impressive that you like, you stuck with it. You did what you love and all the, all the success to you. I yeah, wish, thank wish you the most. I, I just think life is short, right? And it's not really about the economics. I mean, listen, you have to make a living. We're not, we're not naive. We're not being, you know, but, but you gotta you gotta do what you love, like you know. And I, I just I, I never wanted to turn around and all of a sudden you know be fifty, which is what I am right now, and say, oh my god, I I, I should have done that. I should have tried that. I, I you know right. I didn't go far enough with that. I wanted to always look back in life and say, you know what, I gave it a shot. It doesn't matter if I succeeded or not. I just wanted to make sure that I was going to be happy with myself, saying, hey, I gave it a shot. You know? That's great. So, That's great. Now, Pablo. They say imitation is the biggest form of flattery. Well, you had a huge singer imitate some of your music. Uh, And I don't know the guys know. Do you mind telling a little bit of the story of who took it and was sampling your stuff? Yeah, sure. In the the year 2000, um, I got into my car one day and I heard my music and it was um, in another song. It wasn't mine. And it was uh, was Jay-Z and R. Kelly. No. yeah. yeah, yeah. So yes. They created. They 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 stole one of my samples, put it into their song without telling me, of course, uh, and it became a worldwide smash. It was a song called Fiesta. What? Uh, that, that the two collaborators. Remember Fiesta? And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so so all that guitar playing yeah. is all mine. And, and so anyway, make a long story short, I sued them. I won. So I, I actually own oh. most of. Them. Oh my god, that's awesome! Yeah. yeah, that's amazing. So they they sampled part of Pablo's stuff. So imagine. Can I ask you a question? Sure. We'll use that song in the intro of Connecting Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Wait, I used I used a small sample oh, no. of music in the promo. I yeah, I, I should have asked you first. I'm sorry though. <laughs> it's okay, we're done with Pablo. But imagine that I mean to me, yeah, it's not it's not right that you take another artist's uh yeah. material without permission. Pablo was able to settle it up, but Jay Z and R. Kelly. Well, I mean that's, that's 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 yeah. impressive that they 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 use your music. I mean, you know, they they're they're huge and and they saw something in your music and they used it. They didn't do it the right way, but they did do yeah. it and now that you're settled right. up, that's awesome. 
Yeah, I mean, honestly, back in that in those days, I was just like, I never thought I would win. I know, I just, I just thought, hey, I just felt not almost violated, right? Like saying, like, hey, if you came to me, I would have gave you my riffs for free. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. You know, you just, you just sort of just took it all and did what you wanted, and they end up selling ten albums, you know. Jeez. So, like. And, you know, I would have done it for free, but I thought, no, at the very least, I just want them to know that I exist on the planet. That was my goal. I wanted Art Kelly and Jay-Z just to know that I exist on this planet because it was my music. Right? But I went a step further and I won the lawsuit. So that doesn't that doesn't hurt. Yeah, that's that's, that's what hard. happens when you mess with Greeks. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 it's like, OK, we're going to go. No, but that I mean, I, I, I love that story because. For, it's flattering to know that those guys were listening to your music. And not only did they listen, they took a piece of that. But the other thing is, for doing that, which is business, you know, the part, the thing that I admire about you too, Pablo, is that you work with a charitable foundation. You've been doing it for years. Uh, mm -hmm. Tell the guys, tell us a little bit about it, like what the foundation is and, and, and uh, with the guitars and well, I, I've done a few things over the years. I, I, I was with World Vision. For, um, right. And what we did is we sponsored uh, children through my concert. So if someone would sponsor a child at my concert, I would give them a couple of free CDs. Uh, you know, years ago when CDs actually had more value. Than right, yeah. So through my concerts, we sponsored over 1,000 kids worldwide. So that was that was an amazing uh, uh, collaboration with World Vision. And then I also, I was part of Batten's Disease. And Batten's Disease is a, it's a degenerative disease that affects kids. And uh, that was something I was passionate about as well. And uh, and that was just, you know, helping families around, mostly around America and Canada. Um, I'd bring them to the concerts. And we just provide a, 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 an evening out, for the, not just for the, the kids, but for the whole family to come out. Yeah. I mean, these are, these are just small little things. I mean, honestly, I wish I was, a, you know, I wish I was an even bigger artist that could even do more. You know? But I do with what I can within my, you know, humble little world. You know? that, 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 that if you do what you can, that's that's all that counts. That, that's no, but it's mean. a lot. It's a lot. I know other artists that don't do shit. <laughs> so, I mean, this is, when I saw that whole thing with the guitars and everything else, very honorable because it just shows you the upbringing and the filotimo that we bring to it, even as artists. And I've always said to people, you know what? Uh, it's like, it's one thing to do what you do, but we also, it's the way we were raised. And that, and it's, and, and you know, Pav, you're a good example for many people that, you know, I know a lot of people that do a lot of things and they're, they're so self-centered that they don't even think of doing something uh, outside of their realm, you know, but yeah. because right now with, we're, we're going to be, I mean, we're, I'm out of work. You're, you're out of work, not meaning out of work, meaning we can't perform. Yeah, it's a different yeah. thing to say we're out of work. We get, <laughs> we have work, but here, here's my concern now. So we're, we're dealing with the COVID crisis. That's what I want to ask you. And I see you've been putting up different videos on, which I like. You've been doing food stuff. and other, I think it's really funny. It's very good. And, yeah. and we had to face other challenges. Because, you know, guys, in entertainment, things change rapidly. And they're changing now. I used to sell CDs and DVDs. And I know Pablo did. Guess what happened? Nobody has a CD or DVD player anymore. Yeah. So, do you, what do you find now, Pav? Do you find are people downloading? Because I can't sell anything anymore at shows. Yeah. Well, um, as a songwriter, uh, I've been saved, so to speak. You know, like all the music, like Angel knows, all the music that I play, it's all my own music, right? I mean, I'll play some old classics, yeah. but 
like 99% of the material that I play when I'm in college is music that I've written over my lifetime. And what's happened is, yeah, I don't sell that many more CDs anymore. Um, but because of COVID, um, streams have gone up, like way up. So actually my royalties, my songwriting royalties have been bigger than they've ever been. So I'd love to go back to college. Of course, that's what I do. But I've been fortunate enough, like really fortunate enough that my royalties do pay my expenses and I can sort of wait it out until I can get back on stage. You know? I always read that like streaming is like, you know, they, they always like kind of screw over the artist. Do you find yeah. that it's, it's... Well, it's, yeah, it started like that. And it still has a ways to go. It's all about monetizing the, the, the views, right? And so our access to more people around the world is bigger than it's ever been. Mm. Uh, but we haven't been able to monetize. And it's getting better, you know? So it's even today, the royalties that we get is much better than what we were receiving even two years ago. Oh, wow. And, it, and it'll be even better down the road. I mean, there are, there are many sort of lobbying, you know, organizations that continuously try to get... Um, the, the the Spotify's of the world to pay more money and they are they are slowly doing it. but it's not just that I also have TV I have three PBS specials on television I've licensed dozens of songs to movies and television shows and commercials so all this stuff accrues residuals and royalties that eventually it adds up that's yeah, awesome. it all, it's pennies but it adds up to, to it adds up in the end to something yeah because look Joe Rogan you know the podcast number one yeah. podcast in the world. He just signed a $100 million deal with Spotify. That's right. And now he That's smashed right. it today. Today he smashed them because yeah. they want to censor him now. So how do you get a guy? This is interesting. They yeah. buy his, what, 11 years he's been doing the podcast. They buy his whole library. $100 million they pay him. And now they're, they're, uh, they're giving him a hard time. They want him to censor his show. Well, they, now he's corporate. boycotting. He used, well, yeah, but, he used to be like punk rock, and now he's like... Corporate, yeah. like so, but but that's what that's what the money brings you, right? Right, yeah. It's like it, it, they're not going to give you a hundred million and then let you run free. They're going to give you a hundred million yeah. and then they're going to be like, do what you do, but stay but, in the shell of what we want you to do. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's it's a, it's a, yeah, but it defeats the purpose, right, Ari? Because you, yeah. the reason you got him is that he he has eighty million people a month listening to. Him. Why do you want to yeah. change it now? It's weird because Spotify is buying like all the top podcasts and a lot of people out there are rebelling. They're like, you know what? We are not going to listen anymore because like, it's just, it's just one of those things like the, the kind of corporate takeover. But I, I mean, I don't know. Can I say no to a hundred million dollars? I, I like to think that I could because I have my integrity. Nobody but would. Reality is like, <laughs> hell yeah, I would take that money. You would do it for a hundred thousand dollars. I'll, I'll take ten dollars. Give me ten dollars. I'm I'm yours. Hundred bucks. No, but that, but it's it's interesting because everything seems to be changing. Social media is changing. They're censoring social media. You guys got to yeah. watch a show called The Social Dilemma on oh, Netflix. Yeah. And 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 for artists, what I find what's happening now between like, my kids on TikTok and all this stuff, I find, th th in my opinion. People have the attention span of a goldfish. <laughs> so they don't, you know, they want to hear yeah. stuff. Um, do you find, Pablo, that with ever-changing social media now, you yeah. know, and, and, and I know you're, you're like me, you're on all kinds of platforms. You know, we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram and, and, and now, now TikTok, I opened a page just to put yeah. clips. I don't want to start talking to people. I, I'm, I'm hating more people as I get older. 
Yeah. I don't want to talk to nobody. You know, even my own family. Yeah. Fuck them. I don't yeah. want to talk to them. Well, but, I, I, but this, I, think, I, I agree. I think that the, the attention span is like, it's, it's dismal to nothing. But I, I mean, it is what it is. You know, like we just have to deal with it. You know, like um, I'm kind of like an old school guy in terms of, you know, the way I like to sort of portray myself. But you have to sort of embrace the new, and you're really good at that, Angela. I mean, I'm actually horrific at the whole social media. I mean, I'm there, but I really don't know what I'm doing, you know. But Nobody uh, does. But I'm, you know, but I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get the stuff out. For me, the way I look at it, I, I never, I never feel like I'm just pr trying to promote my music. So I'll go to any length. I, I never feel like I'm selling out in that way. Like the core of what I do is playing or promoting the music that I write. So if right. I have to go out on social media or if I have to go on top of a mountain and, and scream it out, I'll do whatever I have to do to get my music out, you know? And that's why I, I, I you know, I don't think any way is a bad way to get your 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 art across man. no you're right. you're right you're right 100 you know, like right yeah sorry i was just gonna say like uh for for uh, for our generation and older it's it's one of those like necessary evils uh because yeah. yeah, i exactly. i'm a tech guy i've been a tech guy since 90 i don't even know what i i've had a web company i've worked for fortune 500s i've worked for startups I truly believe social media is just horrible, horrible, evil thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's a necessary well, what social thing. dilemma. But you need it. You ha you have to like how you have else to do you have do anything it. nowadays. That's true. Necessary evil is the best way to, to describe it. I, I think you know. Um, but like you know, like right now, uh, as like you know, I had sixty five concerts this year, and all of them got canceled um, across America. Most of them were in the U.S. and. I now book the streaming concert, like on October 15th. That's right. I guess it's next, next week, right? Next Thursday. Uh, from Vegas, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing a live concert from Las Vegas. It won't be with anyone in the audience, but it's with a full camera crew and the attempt, it's a pay-per-view basically. So it's full oh, of room. You know? That's what I want to ask that. you. Yeah. And we'll so bring I'm it up again, like, Pablo, for people yeah, listening. And, and that's an example of just like, you know, I haven't really even begun to advertise it because it's still like eight days away, you know? So I'm probably going to start promoting it in five, in five days prior to the show because I'm afraid that people will forget. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like well, yeah. You know what I mean? too far ahead. They're like, what, what, oh, when, when, who? You got to do it. There's a sweet spot. Yeah, well, so, but we're typically, when I do a concert, like, you know, if I'm playing at, you know, I, I play at the, uh, at the um, in Boston, I play at the uh, beautiful theater there, um, the Berkeley. The Berkeley, Berkeley uh, College, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, you know, that I would start promoting four or five months prior to my concert. Now online, you're promoting five days. You know how terrifying that is? <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, yeah. like is, is anybody going to show up? I don't yeah. know. We'll find out, you know. It's and, crazy. Uh, it's, it's crazy yeah, how it's things different. have changed. Yeah. In five days. Yeah. So, so, Pablo, influences, because, you know, I'm sure I, I hate asking these questions because they ask me the yeah. same questions. But in your <laughs> yeah, case, yeah. it's more unique because you like – what were the influences for you? Because you were in a rock band before you did this. And yeah. I know we all we all love listening to Greek music because we didn't have a choice growing up. We had to listen. <laughs> yeah. All those car trips. <laughs> and somebody asked me the other day, I don't know if you, if you guys, I, I may be a aging myself. My dad used to have an A-track of uh, Trio Bel Canto. Yes. Remember Trio Bel Canto? All the way down to Florida. And the old man loved... <laughs> Trio Belcanto and uh, Harry Clint. 
was comic, <laughs> was fucking funny, hilarious. But it's so funny because somebody asked me, name your favorite boy band. It was a Greek website, and I said, Tria Del Canto. <laughs> and, they were, and they were laughing. But what was it? Like, what, what was the influences that you had that, you know, because you mentioned a few already that were, yeah. did you find that shaped what you were doing in your music? Yeah, I had lots, and, you know, like growing up as, I, I mean, to sum it up, my biggest influence was my dad. And, and the reason why I say right. that, my dad, like a lot of our, you know, my dad was born in Greece. He came to, to Canada. You know, we were born here. You know, he came like everyone with just a shirt on his back, but he had a trade. He was a furrier. You know, he just made ends meet. And, That's he, right. and, he, and he became, you know, he, he had a, a successful family and everything else. But my dad loved guitar. Like an odd thing, like a, a Greek guy from the village of Castoria comes to America and he loves flamenco guitar. He loves guitar players. So it was my father that introduced me to Jose Feliciano. Ah. Paco de Lucia, you know, I mean, everybody, everybody, anybody, you know, Sabikas, uh, Andres Segovia. And through my dad, I actually got, you know, opened up my eyes to all of these guitar players. But at the same, wow. time, at the same time, my dad loved singer-songwriters, Neil Young, Gordon Lightfoot, uh, you know, like, so I, I loved anything that kind of moved me, but it all was opened up, my eyes were opened up due to my dad's love for that kind of music. Right. You know? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, kind of that's odd, awesome. right? For like a Greek immigrant to like that kind of stuff. Go, no, but and, it, yeah, but that's it, so you know, cool. You know, and, but, and you can see how how proud I was, boys. I'm telling you, like, you know, I I later worked. I met Paco de Lucia. I was going to ask um, you, did you get a I, chance I, I, to work you know, with those guys? I, yeah. And I did, and, and you can imagine how like proud I was to introduce my dad to Jose Feliciano. Wow. You know I mean, it was insane. Like he's playing his A tracks as a kid in the car, <laughs> and here I am on stage with Jose Feliciano. Feliz Navidad. Well, that I mean, I found a few times, even as a comic, when I met Don Rickles, or if I was working on a movie with Stallone, it's so <laughs> weird that you grow up looking at these guys or listening to them or idolizing them, and then you're on stage with them or you're working with them. You're like, shit, oh, man. is this happening? I mean, that's yeah. that's when you're like, wow. But yeah, it's, it's I, cool I think it's great. It's cool uh, audience, I, I got for uh, now, it'll be two years in October that I got to do a little tour in Greece. Yeah. I found something uh, I had never experienced before. Uh, doing, I was with Hadzi Pablo, we did uh, four shows in Greece, and the Greeks loved it. There was something about the Greek audiences. I found Greece, Greeks, and the British who love to go out for, and I know you've toured in England and Scotland and Ireland. D uh, what was it about? Did you find a radiance about a Greek audience in Greece, because I found they love, the Greeks love to go out. Yeah. They love live entertainment. Even when they're broke, they still go out. I mean, did you yeah. find, because, you know, some audiences, you go perform for them, and they're like, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then, but Greece, I've, did you find the same thing, Pablo? Did you, what was your experience when you, uh, you, when know you what? did Castor Yek? <laughs> it was it's Greeks party like it's 1999. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it was it was an amazing. Like when I did the the Casuria, um special, it was amazing because it's the first time I had ever played was 1995. Uh, sorry, 2015, five years ago. Um, and when I played there, um, I didn't know what to expect. First of all, I didn't know if anybody would show up. And but me when we yeah. packed, there's over a thousand people there, and they 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 you know what I love? They they put their hearts on their sleeves. They just get up and they show their emotion. You know, and that and that's why, I, and I think we captured that on the TV show, on the PBS special, right? Hundred um, percent. There's nothing like enjoying the moment, and I think the Greeks know how to enjoy the moment. 
I think, you know, that kind of sums it up. But Pablo, how cool for you to go back to where your family's from, to put on a special like this. You put Castoria on the map. I mean, we all know where it is. All of the world knows that you were able to go back to your ancestral home with your family there, with your mom and dad, your daughter, your wife, and to do this for the people that are their favorite son. I mean, emotionally, man, you must you must have been fighting it back a little bit because you're sitting there in Castoria. And not only that now, they know that this special Pablo Live in Castoria is seen all around the world now. Millions of yeah. people have watched it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not only that you honor your family or our ancestral homes where we're all from, but you also put on the map. You yeah, know, I mean, you I mean, know, and, and to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's it, it's a it's a great feeling, man. You know, I, like for me, I always I always do everything with what I'm hoping is the right intent. You know, like you right. know, sometimes you try stuff that doesn't work out. I always feel that if you go in with the right intent, things will always work out one way. And that's all that was. So yeah, it's a beautiful place, but there's many beautiful places in Greece, right? Oh, yeah. But I wanted to go to the place that meant something. You know, like I walked through the right. streets of Castoria, showing people where my dad was, you know, 14 years old, working full time, living by himself in an apartment, trying to make ends meet to help his grand, you know, his mom in the village. You know? So it was just real special and very moving to go through those exact, you know, and Castoria is a thousand year old city, right? It's not like this. It's an old city. city. Yeah, thousand year old city. Right? Well, Castoria is a castle. Castle, right? Greek. Yeah. Yeah, well, 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 Castor is a castle, but it, Castor. the thing about Castoria has 80 Byzantine churches. Wow. You know, which are about between 800 and 1,000 years old. Wow. You know, like, and it goes on, I mean, it, it's incredible. The history is incredible. There's a 5,000 year old cave in the mountain. Uh, it, it's a very unique city, you know, but anyhow, it just, when you go in things, when you go into things with the right intent, with genuine intent, I think it all works out. And, even though, like it, was, like the show would air a thousand times, and I would get audiences, you know, from you know Mexicans, we'd get Armenians, we'd get yeah. any walk of life that would come to the shows because they related, they related to it from their own culture. They weren't Greek necessarily, but they could feel the family life. They could feel how we'd get, you know, we showed how we'd get together around dinner and hang out with, with the family and and dance and have fun and. Um, I think that, you know, it really, it crosses many uh, cultures. And that's probably why it well, succeeded. That's why people connected to it, Pat, yeah. because you, it, it, the way you did it, uh, it was well-directed in the sense that we got, I felt like I first and foremost got to hear your music, but I got to see where everything started from for you, like for your dad and your mom and the people. I mean, people love that. You know, and when you're right, a lot of you, you talk to Italian Americans and you ask them, where's your family from? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Most people here in America don't know where their family's from. We all know. Now, maybe generations from now won't be the same. But what I find is that at the end, what is it? Who said that? At the end, what is left art, right? You can have a big house and a car. Who gives a shit? At the end, what is left art? And that's what people remember things by. Leonardo da Vinci and uh, Picasso and and Brahm and Chopin and all these, you know, artists. Uh, I mean, in the end, that's what's left. So I think it's it's so vital. And now, especially with social media and all this stuff, you know, it's like we're, we're nobody's paying attention. I can't remember what day it is today. 
<laughs> I have to check my calendar to know it's Wednesday. We can do an edition of the show. <laughs> but that I think that's but that's just a hazard of COVID. So Pav, what do you what have you been doing to cope with not being on <laughs> the road? Oh, Is anybody driving you nuts? Because <laughs> yeah, you know you know what? So back in March when all this started to happen. Uh, and started shows being canceled one by one by one, and then the whole year just vanished. Yeah. And I, I, I don't want to say I was depressed, but I was definitely sold out. I was anyhow. So I knew I had no So basically, I spent three hours on which I had never done in years, and I ended up losing three. I worked out three hours a day. Um, so. I just wanted to come out of COVID and say to myself, hey, I can't. Hold on. Did you freeze up Pablo on us? I think maybe he froze up on us. Oh, there is. Sorry, Pablo, you, you froze a little bit. Can you just uh, restart that? Just the question again, Pablo. So what have you been doing with co- uh, during COVID? Oh, wait, he's muted. Hold on. Hold- Let me unmute him. Can you hear me now? There you are. Okay. Uh, there you are. Okay. Sorry about that, Pablo. Can you answer it again, Pablo? Yeah, we'll take it again, again Pablo, because it, it, yeah. it just it got sort of up. Yeah. Uh, no, so during the COVID time, once I realized that all my concerts were being canceled one by one by one, and basically the whole year vanished in front of my eyes, I wanted to, I, I didn't want to come out of COVID time just thinking of this horrible sort of negative thing that happened in my career, right? I wanted to come out with something positive. So I turned to myself. I, I spent time on myself because, I, you know, I, I, I usually fly about 170 times, you know, traveling like crazy, not really taking yeah. care of myself. So I basically put out a regimen. I, I, I worked out three hours a day. When I say that, I mean like whether it's walking or running or swimming or whatever. Right. Bravo, bravo. S- skipping rope. I mean, you know, I've never done this wait, stuff before wait, in my life. You, three hours a day? Yeah. Three hours a day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's and awesome. I did it right to this point. Like I, I've come to a point where I do 500 push-ups a day, you know, but all of that just to make me feel good. Like, you know, exerting myself made me feel better mentally. You know, yeah. and it helped me cope with the cancellations of all these concerts and everything else. But the byproduct was I got in good shape. You know what I mean? So I, I wanted to come out of COVID thinking, hey, I did come out of it with a positive thing, and that's I took I, I took charge of my health. Right. So that's that's, that's what I've been doing during COVID. Well, that's good. No, no, I <laughs> think I think it, you know what? Uh, more people. <laughs> I've run out of fast food places to order at. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I, I just and now I'm at the point now where like I just I really have you know I, I went through it and now we're just kind of trying to what I like what you just said, Pablo. You you're trying to set a routine, yeah. During this, because if you don't do that, you're going to go cuckoo. Yeah, right? man, you yeah, need you know, it. Yeah, because you know we're all go go go. There's always something to do. There's always a place to go. And then all of a sudden, like for 22 years. I've been touring without stopping ever. The most, the biggest break I have is about two or three weeks during the Christmas period. That's it. Other than that, yeah. I'm on the road all the time. You know? Is that, yeah. is that something you, is that something you enjoy? Is that something like you, you, you like yeah. your life being like that? You like being on the road? You like traveling? You like doing stuff? Uh, not, not that I like it. I had no choice. You know, like when, when, when I started, like I was saying earlier, it took me so many years to finally succeed, right? And then I started realizing the shows weren't just going to be in Toronto. I started getting shows in Calgary, so I was in New York, in, in Germany, in England, in Japan, in South Korea. Like, it just started to go everywhere, right? Yeah. And I realized, okay, if I'm really going to have a career, I've got to try. There's yeah. just no way around it. So um, 
I, I think I was a bad try, and I think I became good at it because I practiced on. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. You know. What I mean, like it's it's like you just you just you have to try out if you want a real career in the entertainment because you got to move. You got to you yeah. got to travel around the world. Yeah. Right? So that's why I tell people all the time. People are like, "Hey, I want to get in show business." I go, "Look," uh, I said, "Traveling sucks, but the shows are always great. You get rewarded yeah. from it." But yeah. I, I'm sure, like you, you know, there's times you're not sleeping. You're up at night. You're yeah. up at four in the morning to go to the airport to get to another city to do a yeah, show that every, night. Every night, man. I mean, I'm getting better. At, like I, I used to book 17 shows in 17 cities in a row. You know, wow. and then and then have a day off and do another sixteen cities in sixteen days in a row. So I, I'm trying to stay away from that and stuff. Before. Yeah, that, <laughs> but, that's crazy. You know, right, right. Yeah, it is. I mean, like there'll be literally days where you're sleeping three hours a day and you got to catch the next plane to get to the next city or whatever, you know. But um, I've I've got that under wraps more or less these days. You know, I have them. You know, if I go to the Bay Area, I'll do San Francisco, I'll do Sacramento, I'll do you know Redding, California. I'll do a whole bunch in that area. And, you know, then go to the next group, you know, so you sort of learn to do it yeah. better as you go, you know. Yeah, take uh, like a day off or two in L.A. or yeah. something, and then, yeah. yeah exactly. go, I mean, you have to do that now because it's too much. Yeah, and you get so you get good at it as a travel, as you, you know, as you move on in life. But I'm saying, so for 22 years, I had never stopped touring. And when COVID hit in March, I, like I turned to my wife, it's like, I've been home for five weeks. I haven't been home for five weeks in 22 yeah. years. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that, that's like and that's that, like a shock to the system, right oh, there, dude. too. Dude, and, and it then is. It, then it became four months. Like I, I was at home for four months and did I, I barely I travel at all, and just being home for like the last three, four, five, six months, like I'm going crazy, and I yeah. never really went anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> look, look, uh, give an example. A rarity. We were better to buy lottery tickets. I'm on a ship, and the ship, unbeknownst to me, docks as a turnaround in Tampa. I catch the yeah. ships in the middle. I call Pablo. He get, he just got in the night before and was leaving the next day. So I call him up. I go, I go, where are you? I go, I'm in Tampa. I go, so am I. I go, but I'm only there for about five hours. He goes, I'll come and pick you up. So in a very rare case, you remember this, Pablo? Yeah. He came and got me uh, uh, where the port is in Tampa. We went and had lunch. We went for a coffee. He dropped me off at the port again. And then the next day, I think that night or the next morning, you were flying to like Kansas City or something. Wow. And it's yeah. so rare. That, and I said to him, wow. Because it's very rare that you can get, you know, with the schedules the way they are. So you, you take advantage of those moments. So whenever you, many times he's been in LA or they're traveling through to Vegas or whatever, he'll call me up, hey man, I'm in San Diego. I'm coming up tonight. Let's go get dinner. We'll hang out. And then, you know, next day we got to go. I'll leave. He'll leave. That that's showbiz. So you try to, I, and I could see him maybe three times in a month, and not see him in a year, or a year and a half. Yeah, it's, it's, well, those it's are a what I call those. Those are what I call chance meetings, and you got to take advantage right. of them when they happen. Well, we have fun uh, doing that. So uh, look, I'm uh, I'm so happy for success, and 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 in true form as a Greek Canadian, and if the, I want my American friends to know how humble we are. Because a hard worker, this guy has not stopped in 22 years. I know for a fact. Sometimes I'll call him around the road. Where are you? We play this game. Where are you in the world? And, uh, you know, I'm in Redding, California. Where, where in the I'm world in, is Pablo? Where, where in the world is Pablo? <laughs> but, he's out making, but that's the thing. He's out yeah. making people happy. And you know why we can get all these guests now, guys? It's because of COVID. 
<laughs> so I told them, I told them, Pablo, I'm getting yeah. all these guests on the show. I go, because none of us are going anywhere. So I got a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> I, I Pablo, Pablo. We, said, we said it before. We were like, if, you, if there's going to be a silver lining in COVID, it's that, you know, we, yeah. we, we were able to get Angelo to host the show with us and Angelo could get his friends because yeah. probably like not being able to travel. So, you know, there's a silver lining. Yeah. There is. Yeah. No, because you can't get like, I mean, in reality, it's always like, man, people will ask me, uh, you know, I'm doing a gig and they go, hey, what do you think about Pablo? Well, you have to contact his people, you know, to, you know, it's very rare. But now it's like, you know, you call your friends up. Hey, what are you doing Wednesday? Nothing. Do you want to come on? Sure. <laughs> you know, it's not, people call me and they're like, are you available next Tuesday? Yeah. How about Thursday? Yeah. How about Saturday? Hey, I'm available. Just call me. It doesn't matter now. I know. I know. It's crazy, man. But it's all good. I love that perspective, right? There's always a silver lining. And right. that's just, you got to look at the positive. I mean, yeah, this is a whole negative scenario that's going on. But it's global. Everyone's feeling it. But let's let's find the, the positive stuff like this. Connecting yeah, you guys. There you go. I've got two new friends today. I love it. For me, that's a beautiful thing. You know what I mean? I mean, this, this I, is like this is like the peak of your career right here. So you should be happy. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I know, but the, like I said, Pablo, the only good thing is after weeks, my kid looked at me going, "So you're my dad." <laughs> right and then i wrote a joke i go now that you've shown up uncle jerry hasn't been coming around lately who the fuck is uncle jerry <laughs> <laughs> uncle jerry used to come over and see mommy all the time <laughs> you know so but that's what makes you that you, you try to find the funny or you, like you said maybe that's get it. inspired you, you gotta that's find it because right. i'll be guys i'll be honest there's days i'm in a shit 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 mood yeah i'm not gonna lie there's days where I'm like, when's this going to end? When's this going to do? This helps a little bit. This does help. Absolutely. And, and talking with people, you know, it, it does help. And, and always, like, always think of the fact, like Pablo said uh, very well, this is everybody. If this was just like a small group mm -hmm. of people, I'd be like, what the hell? Why it's us? Everybody. But it's yeah. everybody. It's everybody. It's everybody. Nothing you can do about it. It, it's, it is what it is. Make yeah. the most of it. Do our do an online show, uh, you know, work out, do whatever you just make yourself feel better, get exactly. yourself through it, just get through it because that's all we can do. Get through it that's with it. a good, sane mind, a good, healthy body, and that's it. You, you, that's yeah, it. we gotta do that. So, uh, yeah, I think honestly, yeah. I think the, the pent up demand will be huge, I believe. Oh, for, big. Or, yeah, 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 like, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. like for live shows. Yes. For comics, for yes, musicians, for everything. I think people, they won't want to stay in their homes, honestly. Because that's, that, I think that's just, no matter what happens with technology, there is a human, you know, Element. Absolutely. Well, like a chemical balancing that you need for interaction. No, right? you need you it. Know, you and, need human you know, interaction. Yeah, you know, so I, I think we just got to be patient and it'll come back better than ever. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. And the Greeks say, I love the word lisaxi, which means salted. <laughs> Death, least success, and least I, success. I wanted least success. I, I I can't explain that word in English. Least success. Least success, which means be hydrated. Yeah. Dehydrated. Least success. Hydrated. Dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs> Greek words are so funny. So all well, this is great. Well, look, I am. Look, I am. Uh, both fingers crossed for next year for Santorini, and yes. I know it's going to happen, and it's going to be a 
blockbuster for you. I, I, I really, really know it's going to happen. And uh, what we want to do, Bob, is let everybody know now where they can find you and where they can find your upcoming show online and where they oh, should yeah. click on to. Yeah. So uh, October 15th, which is next Thursday, I'm doing like a pay-per-view streaming concert from Las Vegas. Um, and the link you can find uh, from my social media. So if you just Google Pavlo, Pavlo.com is a website. But if you just Google Pablo, you'll, you'll, it'll come, come up. So, so Pablo, my... we're, we're going to make this episode a video on YouTube and also oh. a podcast on all okay. the podcasting networks, and we're going to link to it from those platforms oh, as well. Perfect. We'll do that. And it's Pablo with a V, not yeah. a B, because I'm sure people mistake you for being Latino a lot. <laughs> yeah, everybody thinks I'm like like Mexican. Pablo the Mexican, because they go, Pablo, your friend Pablo. It's Pablo. Yeah. No, well, you, you, did, you did live from Guadalajara, so it's like, yeah, it's perfectly. Well, yeah, you know what I a play, guy said I, I to me? You know, <laughs> well, you know what's funny? When you did Pavlo live from Guadalajara, people yeah. would tell me, oh, there's this new Spanish guy named Pavlo <laughs> from Guadalajara. He's from Guadalajara. Went, no, yeah. he's not from, he's from Casoria. <laughs> Forget it. No, he's, the guy said, no, 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 the guy, man, I saw him on TV. He's Mexican. He's from Guadalajara. <laughs> no, I'm not, guys. No, he's not B. And I had an argument with the guy, and he goes to me, "Oh, you're right. He's from Canada, of Greek." But I thought I, I thought he was from Guadalajara. So no. it's it's so hilarious. So, Pab, you don't have a guitar nearby, do you? Uh, I don't. I don't. Okay, yeah, don't worry no. about it. I was going to say to play us out, but that's all right. If people uh, want to watch you, watch, tune in on the fifteenth of October, so they can watch you live. From Las Vegas, yes, uh, and uh, Pavlo.net, Pavlo.com. Go to Pavlo Guitar on Instagram. I know because we communicate all the time and all your stuff. I'm your yes. top fans, and we're gonna and go to Pavlo. And well. if you're Mexican, yeah. go to Pavlo from Guadalajara. He has Pablo. an age. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and you know. Uh, to all the listeners and all the viewers out there, he's been working out, so you got to check out those moves. you got to check out yeah, the right. groove <laughs> of this guy playing the guitar. It's mesmerizing. Yeah. <laughs> but, brother, I, I, I just want to say thanks so much for coming on the show today. Oh, An hour went you. by. It's been fantastic. Say hi to everybody for me. And, and, and I'm looking forward. 2021 is going to be brighter pastures, and we're it so is. happy to have you on our show today. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Nice to come thank up you very much, Pablo. Thanks, Pablo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're an amazing guest. Everybody's going to check you out. We're going to link all his stuff. Foti, thank you from thank Boston you. over there. Angelo, you know I love you, buddy. Love you, all bro. Way in LA. Keep hopes up. Keep everything uh, positive. Pablo, you're awesome, man. I, I hope everybody in this world checks out your music and grooves with you. Thank because you. Thank you. Thank it's you. awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody, we'll see you guys. See you guys. Stay tuned for the video and the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.